I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Cleavor. When I think about ancient Japanese warriors, which I do a lot, my first thought is of the katana. These swords, beloved of the samurai, are a quintessentially Japanese image and are impeccable works of art. In the actual wars of historical Japan, however, the sword wasn't the main fighting weapon. The samurai themselves were particularly remarkable for their prowess at using a bow from horseback. The common foot soldiers made themselves useful with various kinds of spear. An often quoted piece of advice from a famous daimyo said that a single sword worth a thousand pieces of silver would lose to a hundred spears, each worth ten. A little later, the samurai were actually using muskets and firearms for almost as long as the Europeans, and with great tactical nuance. Interestingly though, a weapon not often seen in Japanese art or history is the axe. Simple axes, with stone blades, and later with wooden handles, are among the earliest tools made by humans, useful for cutting woods, skinning carcasses, and, inevitably, warfare. Perhaps because both heraldic knights and the Bushido Code of the Samurai put the sword on such a pedestal, the axe is seen as something of a barbarian weapon. This is unfair. Viking berserkers and Native Americans are known for their use of throwing axes, while warriors in many parts of the world made good use of axes to break spears. In the Fire Emblem games, the rock-scissors paper mechanic is between axes, spears, and swords. In Pokemon, this rock-scissors paper trifecta is even more explicit. In Generation 1, Scyther was the Mantis Pokemon with the gnarliest cutting blades, claws that look somewhat like paper. In the second generation, Scyther gained a Steel-type evolution in Scizor, with its metal scissors. Finally, in Hisui, we see the last corner of the triangle, with Cleaver, a new Scyther evolution with big stone axes. Literal rock scissors paper. In Hisui, Scyther can evolve into Cleavor when exposed to black augurite, or Scizor when exposed to a metal coat. Cleavor has an overall similar body shape to its two siblings, though with big axes, and also a head crest like a samurai's top knot haircut. It is a bug and rock type, an odd little combo, and like Scizor, it has the same total stats as Scyther, only differently distributed, meaning all three are equally viable options for one's team. Cleavor's axe blades are a dark colour, resembling obsidian, a black rock which was the main material used to make tools and weapons by human societies which hadn't mastered metalworking yet throughout the world. Cleavor's brownish colour make it resemble a dead leaf mantis in particular. Amusingly, one of the Japanese names for a mantis is Onomushi, meaning axe bug. Perhaps that pun is the whole reason for this Pokemon's existence. A Toro no Ono, or a mantis's axe, is an expression for fighting against hopeless odds. This kind of heroic death is extremely popular in Japanese storytelling, and was the dream of most samurai. According to the Pokedex, such a death is what awaits anyone who takes on a cleavor. A violent creature that fells towering trees with its crude axes, and shields itself with hard stone. If one should chance upon this Pokemon in the wilds, one's only recourse is to flee. Of course, we as the players do chance across one in the wilds, 
we have to battle a Cleavor as the first noble Pokemon in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Though, as the first boss of the game, it isn't actually as intimidating as the Pokedex makes it sound. The English name, Cleavor, is basically the word Cleaver with a few letters changed so nobody would notice they were copying. The Japanese name for Cleavor is Basagiri, and it's an interesting one. If you say it out loud, it kind of reads like the way Berserker would be written in Japanese characters. And it mixes up a few different words. Kamakiri means mantis, Masakiri is a type of axe, and Basari means a single stroke. And then there's Basara, meaning to act without restraint. So this is a axe mantis that attacks like a berserker. It's actually a pretty perfect name, especially compared to, you know, Cleavor. Music for Luke Lost Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is by me, Luke Summerhays. And funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. I love it when listeners get in touch. Next up is Ursaluna, and after that we'll be diving into the Gen 4 starters. So please get in touch with your thoughts and feelings about those or any other Pokemon by hitting me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Cleavor, and remember, I love you too.